Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Teresa Meadows, CIO at Cook Children's Healthcare System. In this segment, Meadows talks about the qualities she values most in individuals, how having a background in nursing has helped shape her leadership style, and why CIOs need to put themselves out there. How long have you been CIO uh, at Cook Children's? In June, it'll be five years, and so time flies when you're having fun. It seems like yesterday I just started, but five years. Right. Okay. And then where were you prior to that? I was um, a regional director with Ascension Health, so I was located in Birmingham, and um, there were 10 facilities that I was responsible for for all their clinical system deployments. Okay. What was it that, that made this role appeal to you, and, and kind of how, to, how did that process happen as far as um, obtaining uh, the CIO role? You know, it's interesting because um, probably now almost 20 years ago, maybe not that many, um, when I went back to graduate school, I at that point decided that I ultimately, my career, I would love to see my career go down the CIO path. and so. You know, over the years, I've really just focused on finding jobs that would help me move in that direction. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that I think that I would encourage people to do is uh, when I was at Ascension Health, I had a very good mentor, and he was the CIO. And I said, he said to me, what do you want to do, you know, with your career? And I said to him, I want your job. Hmm. And there are days that I regret that I regretted saying that to him um, because he really, um, if you get the right mentor, he really found opportunities for me to excel and to find, um, you know, tasks that would help me to get prepared. And so I really encourage people, if you have a career goal, to share that with your, your manager or your leader um, because, you know, when I'm, so now I'm in the give back mode. So if there are people on my team who, really have that aspiration or some other aspiration, you know, finding ways for them to get the skill set they need is critical to that. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I owe a lot of where I am to that, that mentor I had. And I think, um, and he encouraged me to apply for other positions. He almost, you know, kind of said, you know, I love that you work here, but, you know, you're ready to do something else. And so he really encouraged me to start looking at CIO jobs, and, I, and you know, I'm grateful for that because not many people would actually want you to quit. Right. <laughs> you know, they yeah. don't want you to, you know, they don't want you to leave and go to another organization. They want you to stay forever. Um, so I think, you know, it takes good leadership and mentorship to recognize people's uh, career aspirations and then help them get there. And so yeah. I was lucky in, in that fact. But it, it's all about telling people what you want because if yeah, you I'm sit sure back and wait for it to happen, it's not going to happen that way, or it right. rarely happens that way. And I'm sure that there, are, there is often some hesitancy to tell your, your bosses, your, your managers, that you know, that's what you want, especially probably might be a little more common still among females to you know, have, have the guts to say that. And it, it, it's yeah. nice to see that for you, you did it, and, and you had somebody who pushed you, you know, pushed you in the right direction right. and wasn't threatened by well, it. Well, it could be intimidating, especially, you know, if somebody said to me, I want your job. Yeah. I mean, you could take it in a way like, uh-oh. <laughs> right. They're going to try to get rid of me. But, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, and even when I said that to him, I kind of said it tongue-in-cheek, you know. And, but I do think he listened. I mean, and that's really the important part is really listening to what people say, uh, 
and you can tell if people are serious or not, um, if that's really what they want to do. And so that yeah. that to me, I think, was a good lesson for me that I learned uh, in working for him. Is just you know when people say these things, nine times out of ten they mean it. Yeah. And we need to figure out how to help them, you know, get there. Yeah. And now for for the people who you you um, either mentor in a, in a formal way or just kind of you know help along the way. Yeah. What are some of the uh, the characteristics that that you really value? You know, I um, good character and ethics. I mean, is always number one and positive attitude. Um, I also, you know, really admire people who will take on a challenge and really not know a hundred percent of what they're getting into. I always say, you know, a lot of the jobs that I've had, I really didn't know what I was signing up for when I said yes to the job. And so sometimes it means taking a little risk to try something new and not really know uh, what you're getting yourself into. Because I think, you know, coming from a nursing background into, you know, more of a technology background, that's pretty in, in a pretty intimidating transition. So some of it is just being willing to you know, take a risk and say, you know, I think I can learn that. I think I can do that. Um, and really, you know, being just working hard. And um, I always say, you know, you do your job well, the next opportunity always comes to you. You're not going to have to seek it out because people will recognize that you're a hard worker and committed uh, to the job that you're doing. Those are really the things that I look for when I interview people. Uh, it's not always about the knowledge that they have. Because right. someone can be very knowledgeable, but be you know very complacent and not want to do more. So it's really a combination of attitude and character, and how competent you are. Right, and uh, you know you mentioned having a background as a nurse, and um, do you yeah. find that that's something that that definitely uh, you know impacts um, the leader that you are? I, I do. I mean, because I I really. Um, think about things in a more process-oriented way. I, can, I, I think about less from a technology standpoint, but how is this going to impact the process? How are, how are people going to be engaged with this? And is, is this something that's really going to work for the person who has to use it versus it's just being cool technology? Because there's a lot of cool technology out there, but if you, can't, if you can't mold it to the process that you have, then it's not worth anything. And, um, you know, I'm probably more of a mothering type just because of just having that nursing background and really wanting to care for people. So I really care about my teams and, and the things that happen to them. And I, and I don't know if that's because I had a nursing background or if that's just inherent, but um, I think that definitely uh, plays a role in how I, how I make judgments more holistically about how that's going to impact the person who we're, who we're working with. Right. It's always interesting. There are so many different paths uh, to the CIO role, and I find it really interesting to see how you know those those uh, different experiences along the way um, all uh, affect um, the the leader that you become. Absolutely, I agree with that one hundred percent. You know, I think for me when I got into IT, it was really not having any clue what I said yes to. <laughs> you know, it was. Teresa, we need some nurses to help physicians, and this was in 1995, learn CPOE. Right. And you're good with physicians. Would you like to, you know, would you like to work with the physicians and help train them and, you know, support them on their journey through electronic medical records? And 
and you're talking about a hospital that barely had computers. I had never even touched a computer when that offer was, was really around, you know, just communication and interaction and training and education. It was less about technical skills. And so, um, you know, in my mind at that point I was thinking, no weekends, no holidays, no nights, sign me up. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking, you know, oh, this is a good career move. It was really about, oh, I could learn something new and, you know, have a change in schedule. And, you know, the commitment at that time was you'll do this for a little while and you'll go back to your nursing job. So I really saw it as a break. I didn't see it as a career at that point in time. And, you know, once I got into doing the job, I thought, you know, this could be a really fun career. And that's when it really changed. It wasn't, I wish I could say I was smart in my decision making. It was really just taking a risk at that yeah, point. So it's, and then I've just looked for opportunities to continue to learn and excel and do different jobs. And, and I think that's really, you know, if, if people want to move up in the organizations, that's what they have to do is be willing to, you know, sign up for jobs they don't exactly know what it is. Right. It, it st- stuck with me, too, that, that you knew, you know, several years ago that uh, the CIO role was something that you eventually wanted to have. And uh, it's interesting because I, I read a lot of these uh, leadership posts, and one of the themes I've seen is that, you know, younger people or people earlier on in their career can't be afraid to shoot high, and there's, there's a hesitancy sometimes, and it seems like, you know, from your experience, it's important to, to, to know, like, I want to do this, even if this isn't going to happen right away, but to really yeah. aim high. Yeah, and certainly patience is a virtue. So, you know, you have a conversation six years before, you know, you become a CIO. So it definitely takes patience. I mean, you have to continue to work hard and strive for that, you know, end goal. So a lot of times it's not immediate. And that's the, that to me is the harder part is being patient hmm. and continue yeah. to work towards what, you, what your goal is because a lot of people want it to happen overnight. And sometimes it's, you know, the slow and steady you know, the rabbit and the hare, the slow and steady, you know, wins the race at the end of the day. Um, so it's not all about immediate gratification and being promoted. It's about, you know, working your way to where you want to be so you can be successful. And and that's really what I've tried to do. Were there days where I'm like, I'm never going to get there? Absolutely. But um, I think long term, it was it was better to have gone slow and steady versus jumping in with both feet earlier. Yeah. And I guess uh, the last thing I, I would ask is that um, I, I've seen, um, you know, from, from seeing you at events and then just looking at, at, at your LinkedIn that you're, you're involved with a lot of organizations and are, you know, willing to, to kind of be a speaker and put yourself out there. And uh, I, can, I can imagine that that's got to be challenging with so much on your plate, but just wanted to ask, like, how it, it benefits you and how you think it benefits others, just really, you know, having that kind of presence. Yeah, I, I actually I think it, it benefits both ways. It's highly critical um, that we're sharing information. I don't enjoy, I don't love public speaking, but I think it's something that um, is required in this role. And for all CIOs and leaders, I think it's very important to be engaged in your organizations that support your your profession. Um, if you're not engaged, then you can't, introduce change and impact change and and be I get as much from being involved in those organizations as I give so I think it's um, I learn a lot from my peers being engaged in those organizations I think having uh, 
presenting and sharing the work that we do is how we learn from each other um, because nobody wants to recreate the wheel, as I said earlier. I think right. it's very important that we lead and educate in a, in a very uh, stressful time from an IT perspective in healthcare. Um, there's a lot to learn from each other, and it, you know, more minds are better than one mind individually. And so I see as part of my job is that's part of my role is to get out and educate and talk about what we're doing here and learn from others. Um, and I encourage my staff to do presentations and to really be active in their, in their, their organizations because I think that's how we grow um, as an organization by learning from others and participating in those groups. Right. Yeah, that's great. And uh, even just, you know, um, taking the time to speak with us today. I, I really appreciate it, but I think that um, it's so beneficial for others. And I uh, really want to thank you for this because I know you have so much on your place, so I really thank um, you for the time. Yeah, I want to thank you for the opportunity. I think it's, um, I think what you guys do and allowing you know, the CIOs to share maybe small nuggets of wisdom is, is really important, and I gain a lot from, from the other interviews, so I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Um, and... Uh, I'd definitely like to catch up with you again down the road, see how everything is going. Absolutely. You may want to talk to me, you know, halfway through the 6-1 upgrade and see if, uh, you know, I have any gray hair. I'm sure I'll have a few. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That sounds great. Well, thanks again, and um, hey. wish yeah. you the best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank you too, Kate. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.